Boy, do I have a fun and informative episode for y'all today in this report. We're going to look at several questions we'll be answering. Here are some of them. Why did the parents of Tyree Nichols, the black motorist killed by five black police officers in Memphis, Tennessee, why were they not amused and had this gas face? We're going to answer and look at why and how Mike Lee not only impersonated a meme, but became a meme himself. And we're also going to look at why Paul Pelosi thought it prudent to put his hands on this lady. Or, I should say, his hand. The same hand with which he uses to play Hammer Time with Dave DePate. But before we get into that and our informative and entertaining look at the State of the Union Address last night, I want to share news stories with you before we get into last night's circus. The first one is that sneaky Kevin McCarthy did something very, very smart that people just caught on to within the last 24 hours. And I'm talking about Kevin McCarthy quietly appointing firebrand Florida Congressman Matt Gates to the weaponization subcommittee. NBC reports, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has quietly appointed Representative Matt Gates, Florida Republican, who led the unsuccessful push to derail McCarthy's bid for speaker to the elect committee investigating the so-called weaponization of the federal government. The so-called weaponization of the federal government, NBC says, as if the federal government isn't weaponizing or hasn't weaponized the alphabet agencies against the opponents of the deep state, the cabal, the establishment, whatever you want to call it. I guess it's just our imagination that the DOJ and FBI raided President Trump's home, Mar-a-Lago, the former president who had right to classified documents and had a skiff in his home, but cooperated and had lawyers go through Joe Biden's UPenn Biden Center, his home in Wilmington, Rehoboth Beach, and his garage. Well, I guess that's not weaponization. Or the fact that a Catholic man was arrested for defending his son against a Pro-V waiter and the FBI raided his home and arrested him. Or that the Christopher Ray FBI has made out parents at school board meetings opposing CRT and indoctrination of their children as domestic terrorists and threats. I guess all of that is what NBC calls the so-called weaponization of the federal government. They go on to say that there was no announcement of Gates' appointment by either McCarthy or Jim Jordan, who chairs both the Judiciary Committee and the Weaponization Committee. Instead, McCarthy's appointment to the special committee, including Gates, was were read into the congressional record a week ago and only noticed about 24 hours ago by reporters. And then NBC goes on to dredge up old, debunked allegations against uh, Matt Gates. Starting with President Biden, and he gave his second State of the Union address last night. The President of the United States. Okay, let's get into the circus that is and was the State of the Union address last night and answering those three questions about the parents of 
Tyree Nichols, Mike Lee, the senator from Utah, and Hammer Time loving Paul Pelosi. But here's a, uh, a breakdown of the highlights and lowlights that the mainstream media would have you come away with. But then I'm going to give you the real deal. And by the way, we've already put up a synopsis of what took place last night on our sister channel, the BCP Report, in which Juniorette, my daughter, gave you a rundown of what happened last night. But we're going to show you the clips of some of those things for those of you who are visual and not just auditory. Here's a brief synopsis, courtesy of mainstream media. He touted what he says are the achievements from his past two years in office, including some encouraging signs for the economy. But his pleas for bipartisanship were often met with heckling from some members of the GOP. President Biden's second State of the Union address started with a show of bipartisanship as he congratulated the new House Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy. Speaker, I don't want to ruin your reputation, but I look forward to working with you. I ran for president to fundamentally change things, to make sure our economy works for everyone, so we can all feel that pride in what we do. To build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not from the top down. Because when the middle class does well, the poor have a ladder up and the wealthy still do very well. So folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now, right? They're not to be sponsored. All right. 55 of the largest corporations in America, the Fortune 500, made $40 billion in profits and paid zero in federal taxes? Zero? Folks, it's simply not fair. But now, because of the law I signed, billion-dollar companies have to pay a minimum of 15%. God love them. 15%. Yada, 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 yada. We'll leave that for the mainstream media. Let's get into the juicy stuff. Like, for instance, why Tyrese Nichols' parents weren't very amused. Attending the address as guests of the president were the Tyree parents Nichols. of Tyree Nichols. Welcome. Their son was beaten to death last month. Five Memphis police officers are now facing charges. Now, of course, we're not making light of the fact that the Nichols lost their son. Notice how CBS News is always quick to say white police officers, but when black police officers kill a black man, they don't really want to point that out because they don't really care about black on black violence. But that's not the point of what's happening here. Even though their son died, you know, it, it's an honor to be invited to the State of the Union address. But they should have known with Joey at the pulpit speaking that he was going to get something wrong. And he surely did get something wrong. Something very important, I would say. Let's commit ourselves to make the words of Tyler's mom true. Something good must come from this. Something good. <laughs> And all of us. Tyler's mom? Who the hell's Tyler? And who's Tyler's mom? Tyree Nichols' name is Tyree Nichols. If you read it, you might say Tyre, which I think I did the first time I read it. Didn't know it was Tyree. But you would think that if these are special guests, honors, honored guests 
I, I believe they were invited by Joe Biden, that they would at least coach Joe Biden in the proper pronunciation of Tyree Nichols' name. So perhaps that is why there was insult added to injury to the poor parents of Tyree Nichols by the bumbling Biden faux pas and bad reading or misreading of the teleprompter. I know most cops and their families are good, decent, honorable people, the vast majority. I'm a fair individual, and you, watching this program and the show, expect me to be. So I must point out that Biden didn't butcher Tyree Nichols' name every single time he mentioned it. But what happened to Tyree in Memphis happens too often. But folks, it wasn't just Tyree Nichols' name that he butchered. He butchered the name of the ambassador of the country that has been the beneficiary of over $100 billion in U.S. taxpayer funds and funding. And I'm talking about Ukraine's ambassador. He forgot her name in the State of the Union address. We stood with the Ukrainian people tonight. We're once again joined by Ukrainian's ambassador to the United States. She represents not her, just her nation, but the courage of her people. Ambassador, is, our ambassador is here. United, we're in uniting our support of your country. Will you stand so we can all take a look at you? Thank you. Joey could remember her name, but it should have been on the teleprompter. So I guess he just couldn't pronounce, well, this, I think, very simple name. And from what I understand, it's phonetic. Oksana Markarova. He couldn't even do that. And we're supposed to believe that he's actually the leader of the free world and in charge of anything. Now, you saw I did some creative cropping there of the video because I wanted to highlight him butchering her name. And then let's go back and look at that again because like Tyree Nichols' family, his parents were special guests of Jill Biden. Turns out that the ambassador to Ukraine was a special guest invited by former Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. And the person sitting next to her is Paul Pelosi. Watch again and watch for what Paul Pelosi does. We stood with the Ukrainian people tonight. We're once again joined by Ukrainian's ambassador to the United States. She represents not her and just her nation, but the courage of her people. Ambassador, is, our ambassador is here. Ugh, I've been like, get your hammer time hands off me, Paul. That was just weird. Didn't seem genuine to me. But nothing seems genuine when it comes to these sociopathic, satanic players. So, there you go, Oksana Markarova. You're such a great individual representing the country that is sucking the American taxpayer dry. And you have the privilege of being next to pervy Paul Pelosi. Bravo to you. United, we're in uniting our support of your country. Will you stand so we can all take a look at you? Thank you. Thank you. I can't remember your name. Uh, I can't remember your name, but thank you for all the money that I and other members of the legislative body are able to launder as we send billions of dollars in aid and have an 
a support of a proxy war. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to thank you, even though I don't remember your name. I don't remember my name. I think it's Joe, or maybe my name is Jill Biden. I just want to thank you for the opportunity that has been ours and the military-industrial complex as we wage this proxy war against Russia in Ukraine. Thank you so much. Because we're going to stand with you as long as it takes. Put that name up on the teleprompter again. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Oksana Markarova. Thank you for being here with Tyler Nichols and his family. Okay, folks. Now let me, uh, let's, let, let's look at uh, Mike Lee and how he became a meme of a meme. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. What Biden said clearly outraged the lawmaker you just saw at the it's end of the upset. clip, Republican Senator upset. Mike upset. Lee of Utah. Look at that. Folks. And just like that, Mike Lee became a meme of a meme, as you can see here. Now, folks, we had Biden's talking about bipartisanship or what have you. Then he goes on the attack against Republicans. Now, once again, I'm trying to be fair here, folks. It should be noted that Mike Lee has been recorded saying that he does want to do away with the entitlement programs of Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security. Here's the clip. It will be my objective to phase out Social Security, to pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Um, People who advise me politically always tell me that's dangerous, and I tell them, in that case, it's not worth my running. That's why I'm doing this, to get rid of that. Medicare and Medicaid are of the same sort and need to be pulled up. That is what Mike Lee said when running for his senatorial seat, I believe, the first time. Now, once again, folks, I've got to be fair here, but this one's a lot easier to be fair on. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, I don't know. 2020, when Bernie Sanders released an ad going against Joe Biden because Joe Biden had been on the record of wanting to do the same thing, cut Social Security and social benefits. And in the political ad that Bernie Sanders ran, Back in 2020, he brought the receipts. I argued that we should freeze federal spending. I meant Social Security as well. I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. And I not only tried it once, I tried it twice, I tried it a third time, and I tried it a fourth time. Well, we've got some bad news for them. We are not going to cut Social Security. We're going to expand benefits. I'm Bernie Sanders, and I approve this message. So the hypocrisy and the lying of Joe Biden, thus the moniker Lion Biden, fitting so aptly. 
and Marjorie Taylor Greene, who did not bring her white balloon, I think she was not allowed to do so, or what have you, she was pretty rambunctious, as outlined a bit this morning by my daughter, Juniorette, on our sister show, The BCP Report. The link's down below. Let's uh, watch the animated Marjorie Taylor Greene having a party up in the bleachers, calling out the opposing team as captained by Joe Biden. But the night quickly took a turn. And the- McCarthy had to shush members of his own party at least four times as they booed and interrupted the president when he talked about China, about fentanyl, and when he noted that some Republicans have proposed cutting Medicare and Social Security. It's being proposed by some of you. A crowd of Republicans heckled President Biden after he said some Republicans want to cut Medicare and Social Security, including Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. Did he mean conversion or did he mean conversation? I don't really know. But after the fact, Marjorie Taylor Greene explained and doubled down on why she called Joe Biden a liar. We have not talked about cutting Social Security and Medicare. Joe Biden has been claiming that we're going to cut Social Security and Medicare, but we're not. So we called him out on the House floor. I called him a liar because that's what Joe Biden is. Either he doesn't know what... That wasn't the only bold-faced lie. There was also a lie and a spin about how tough, according to Joe Biden, in his age-riddled mind, he is on China, even after this whole fiasco with him allowing a Chinese spy balloon to traverse across our country and spy on everything from citizens to military installations. Green also tweeted a video showing her walking around the congressional chamber holding a white balloon demanding answers about the Chinese spy balloon. Make no mistake about it. As we made clear last week, if China threatens our sovereignty, We will act to protect our country, and we did. Yeah, Joe Biden's definition of protecting our sovereignty is to allow the balloon to come across and shoot it once it's out of the Atlantic. But, you know, this shouldn't come as a surprise that the same guy who says that he is protecting our sovereignty yet should be impeached along with his Department of Homeland Security secretary uh, and director and chief boss over there, Alejandro Mayorkas, for allowing our sovereignty to be compromised at the porous border. So these are just lies upon lies upon lies. But that's okay. He doesn't want you to notice. And then the screaming started. But in the past two years, democracies have become stronger, not weaker. Autocracy has grown weaker, not stronger. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. America's rallying the world to meet those challenges. 
Okay, folks, we're not done with Joey yet. He gave us a little bit more entertainment. For instance, he talked about how bad the economy was before he turned it around. It was so bad that even refrigerators and cellular phones were getting laid off and losing their jobs. But American automobiles couldn't make enough cars because there weren't enough chips. Car prices went up. People got laid off. So did everything from refrigerators to cell phones. All right. Now, there were, there was an official rebuttal done by Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the youngest female governor of Arkansas and the daughter of former Senator Mike Huckabee of Arkansas and also the former press secretary of President Trump. If you want to report on that, check Cunaret's report from earlier over on our sister channel, the BCP Report. The best rebuttal or commentary post the State of the Union address was from President Trump and what he called the real State of the Union. Thanks for being here. We will end with President Trump giving him the last word on the subject. Please, folks, don't forget to go down below, like, share, and subscribe. Check out the uh, aforementioned show, our other YouTube channel, our sister channel, done by my daughter, BCP Generette, over at uh, thebcpreport.com, or you can check the link down below. Also, I have another show and another podcast not available here on YouTube, and you can find that over at therealbcp.com. The show is called BCP Unfiltered, and you can find it on all the popular podcast formats. All right, let's end with President Trump. Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always put America first. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on any real news.